0: Thank you, Jesus. One more time. Thank you, Jesus. thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for 2019. Well, Father, we're so grateful for your goodness, your mercy, your love. We thank you, Lord, that you brought us through 2018, Lord, and many good things happened that were challenging things as well. So, Lord, as we start and embark upon this new year, we just believe, Lord, for your divine wisdom, for your direction and as the scripture that my wife gave just a few minutes ago, you're a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So that means that right now you, are, you have us in light. We're never in darkness. And then you are a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So you are going to show us the future and what to do and how to take our steps. And we do not have to stumble when we walk in faith and walk in your word. In Jesus name, I pray, amen and amen. Give Jesus one more hand clap of praise, would you? Well, I've really thought about today, and and um, you that are watching and are viewing somewhere in the world, uh, I hope, you know, just like the people in Australia and the Philippines and that part of the world that watch us are already had their Sunday service and even the uh, people in Eastern Europe, little country where a lot of people watch us is, is, is Moldova. We've been there three times for conferences and some great, great people there in Moldova. Even though they speak the Russian language, many of them uh, know how to speak English and watch us on, on the internet. But anyway, many of those, they've already had their Sunday, and, and they're already going on. Some of them, like in the Philippines, I guess it's 1130 there already at night. So they're getting ready to go into Monday. So anyway, here we are right here in Carrollton, Texas, and I believe God's got something good for you. Amen. Amen. So my thoughts, as I said, uh, I, I've written, I, I, as my wife said, I have them written here in my iPad and my phone. They either, either way, they're on either one. So what, what I'm believing God to do this year, uh, I really took heart in writing down the things that I wanted God to do because I believe it's important that when I pray with you and you that's watching, if you hadn't, this is your first time to tune in, we're going to be praying for people's goals that somehow you'll reach those goals. And so today, I want to talk about the power of possibility. Everybody say, the power of possibility. The power of possibility. Well, I often say, um, if we do what's possible, then God will do the impossible. And that's one of the things that I've realized that I've got to do my part before God will do His. Now, We'll start off our scripture reading this morning from Mark chapter 10, verse 27. And I like to read this out of the Living translation because uh, it, it's, it's, it's one that I, really you can identify real, real easy with. Jesus looked at them intently. Then he said, without God, it is utterly impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Now, I mean, that's a big statement that's a big statement he said without uh, he said without God and so folks today I would not want to be without God I just could not imagine what life could be like without having God in my life to turn to not just for needs but to love and to be loved by the Lord you know um no matter who you are, if you're, if you're a single person, you're alone, you know, God is always there for you when you call upon Him. He said in the book of Jeremiah, He said, call on me and I'll answer and I'll show you great and mighty things. But we got to, Call on him. Everybody say, Call on him. Call on him. See, he said, Call on me and I will show you great and mighty things. I don't believe he's just showing us great and mighty things about life, but I believe he's showing us great and mighty things about how to take the steps of life and overcome the obstacles that we face. Every day the songs we were singing was talking about how sometimes we struggle and we go through things but when we come into his presence when he comes into his presence the, the the problems vanish and I think that's one of the things that Christians don't do enough is come into the presence of God. Enough, and you say well i got god 's presence living in me you do, but sometimes many people and many Christians don 't allow the presence to flow through them, so you don 't have to be in church to experience the power of God and the presence of God. You can experience the presence of God riding down the road in your car. Uh, you can experience the presence of God anywhere you are right at work. you can experience the presence of God, and so many people they think they have to be just In a prayer time to experience God's presence or be in church. No, you can experience God's presence in the bathroom. You can experience God's presence taking a shower. Makes no difference where you are. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, but go with you to the end of the world. Now I read the scripture there in Mark ten twenty-seven, 27, but there's several places in the Bible where we can read these words was spoken by Jesus and others. And Luke one thirty-seven says, nothing is impossible with God. But we read in Jeremiah 32, 27 that says it a little bit different. And he said, Behold, I am the Lord God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? I'm the God of all flesh. And is there anything too hard for me? Well, if you think there is, you're not going to have the blessings of God. If you think, no, I'm in a situation. I'm in a a place and, and God can't do it. Well, he won't because that you're just cutting him out and saying it's not possible but I want you to understand if you bring him into your life and you communicate with him and you walk with him and you love him you know he's going to hear your prayer when you pray in faith and you're not praying selfish prayers but you're praying prayers based on the word of God see the old testament and the new testament Uh, There's many intriguing and valuable stories that we can read in the scriptures, and as we read about these stories and the Bible characters, they're, they're not stories and things that we should just Gloss over and read about, but we should stop and slow down and just meditate in what the Bible is saying about these particular characters or about these particular stories and the things that happen. Because if we will meditate on them, we can receive revelation from God to have the same deliverance that they had in the Bible. So the Bible is not just a book, it's not just a book for you and I. To, to read or hold up or to put on a shelf. But the Bible, as I said here just a few weeks ago, the Bible is God talking directly to you when you read it. See, So, so don't just read it. You know, as, as my wife mentioned, we're reading through the Bible uh, again this year when we do this every year. Well, I find stories and things that I have read Fifty or a hundred times that never ever got me or never somehow turned the light on, but somehow reading that all at once it 's just the Word from God that I need, so remember don't just go to church and and see the scriptures on the screen, but get it on your on your phone, get it on your get it wherever you can get it and um, and you know, just begin to read the Word of God. And not just try to see how fast you can get through, but just take it and just meditate in it, you know? Uh, I, I, my, my wife and, and my family, you know, they're little faster eaters in, at the meal, you know, my wife's usually halfway through by the time I get started, um, I, I, I just eat slow, uh, I don't know, I, I, I just rather if I don't eat as much as I used to, but I eat slow. So this way, I guess eating slow, I don't eat as much. So uh, anyway, that's the way I read the Bible. I read the Bible to see what it's saying. See, these aren't stories of people that's off in a far off land. It was, or a far off time. It was, but that's not the way we need to look at it. These, These are beautiful nuggets of truth that when we apply them to our life, When we apply the truths that we read out of the Old and the New Testament, I'm telling you one thing. We can stand tall in the biggest, difficult storm of our life. Now, 2019 you know as I said many people seek words for the future and for the year and many people had those words and have said you know God gave me this word for the year and and uh, but you know what I believe is going to happen I'm praying for that God will open people's eyes to want to know him more That is the one other thing that I'm praying. We were singing about that just a few minutes ago. I want to know him more in 2019. That's one of my goals is is to, even though I've been serving God as long as I have, I want to know him more, not just by him being in heaven or, or, or that one day when you die, you go to heaven. But I want to know him intimately more to where he's constantly speaking to me in situations where I don't just just have to faith it, but where He's given me words of wisdom or a word of knowledge to know exactly what to do. You know, I'm not one that believes in New Year's resolutions, but I do believe in having a vision for the year. And as I said, I, here's one of the things that I believe for 2019. You know, as we look through the Scriptures... <clears throat> As we look through the scriptures, and you know, prosperity is a word that a lot of people don't understand. Some people look at it, the word prosperity as money. But prosperity is not just money. Prosperity is having enough spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially to live your life uh, not in struggle and not just getting by, but live in your life in peace and and enjoy in your life. So uh, when we use the word prosperity, you know, Third John two says, "I pray above all things." John said, "I pray above all things that thou would be in, that you would uh, be in that you would prosper and be in health, even." As your soul prospers. So there's the kicker. Is our soul. If we don't have our soul prospering. There is no prosperity whatsoever. But as I was talking to this pastor. The minister the other day. He was asking me the question. He said you know I knew when you started. You came in on the end. Of the healing days. And then you know we've had several different. Moves of God since the healing days. And God God moves in seasons. But. Uh, he he said you know I don't know you can answer the question but has there ever been a time when there's signs and wonders and miracles and then the body of Christ not just a few people but the body of Christ experiencing the financial breakthroughs that they need uh, and the breakouts that they need he said it seems that there's either been an emphasis on healings and miracles or a emphasis on get in things and he said I believe we need to see the power of God and God supply our needs in this year so I believe the duel is going to happen that we're going to see more of God's miraculous power manifested in our bodies and not only that but God's going to open the right doors for you for your work for your businesses for your jobs, the right connections for you somebody said well I don't know about that well it ain't going to happen for you so so don't even be concerned just just go ahead and let that one pass on through but if you can hear Hear that today and begin to say all things are possible to them that believe. I'm going to believe that the possible is going to take place in my life. And I'm going to have God's presence. I'm going to have God's goodness. I'm going to have God's anointing. I'm going to have God to give me health. And he's going to supply my needs see not just to get you a bigger house not just to get you a bigger car but God's going to supply your needs and then Psalm 37 and 4 says delight yourself in the Lord and then he'll give you the desires of your heart Amen. delight yourself in what delight yourself in who the Lord. Delight yourself in who? The Lord. Come on now, help me out. I know I've repeated this, but I really want you to get this. Delight yourself in who? Lord. Oh, come on. Are y'all still asleep? Are y'all still in 2018? Delight yourself in the... the Lord. Oh, there you go. You woke up and you moved into 2019, and he said, I'll give you the desires of your heart well well as I said I'm not one to make new year's resolutions but I do believe in vision and goals and dreams and Habakkuk 2 and 2 says write the vision and make it plain and I've tried to do that in my my goal setting I tried to write it down and, and I'll go back and I'll retouch it I'll retouch it as we go along through the year because, you know, things change. And as things change or it doesn't happen exactly, then you need to do some adjustments as you go along. And so that's why it's important to... that's why it's important to have things written down so you can visually look at it and see where you are, what you said, and what you're believing God for, and then see what has already come to pass. Now it's equally important to get your character and life in order to receive the things that you're asking for. Amen. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is one thing that we don't talk a lot about. See, a lot of people want things, but they're not not—they're not in their character. They're not ready to maintain and keep what they are wanting God to give them. And if God gave it to you, it'll only blow you up to begin with. And so you don't need to be blown up with something that you can't handle. And so this is what... I really want us to focus on today. That may be your goal today. Just God, just help me to be in this condition and be the person in my character that I can handle what, you, what I'm asking you for. And if you'll do that, then God will begin to help you grow every day into a better person. See, it could actually be Overcome some weakness. You know, there could be some weaknesses and things that you've just struggled with for years. Uh, uh, maybe these things have held you back and, and you can you understand. Uh, you, and you can't understand. Maybe I, 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 just, I just don't know why God blesses me. Well, it could be some things that you're just holding on to. Some anger. You know, there's a lot of people angry today a lot of Christians are angry today so why do you want to carry anger with you why do you want to carry anger with you anger weights you down Anger blurs the facts. Anger causes you to see things from a different perspective. When when you're looking at life through the lens of anger, when you're looking through those lens, you're always in a protective mode and you're always ready to dive into something because you're expecting somebody to say or do something wrong to you. And you're always there, buddy. Just, just, I'm just waiting. You know, instead of just... Oh, just, just, and it doesn't matter if they're attacking you. It doesn't matter if they're saying something to you. You should know who you are. I know who I am. You know I've told y'all this story a hundred times. Guy called me a name, and and when he called me the name, I just waved at him because I know my mother wasn't that kind of woman. <laughs> See, some people let this, these words that people say, you know, and do, you know, they they let it get in them. But you know what? I just know people say all kinds of things and people do all kinds of things. But greater, come on, greater, this is not just a scripture now. This is God's life. Greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. So, you know, sometimes it's not the other person. It's you that needs fixing. See, many times, did you hear what they said to me? Did you see what they did? Well, what did you do? What's going on in the inside of you? If you would have been better on the inside, you wouldn't even have cared what they said. You wouldn't even have cared what they did because you know who you are. And when you know who you are, you're walking the road of life and you're walking the road of peace. And who knows, you may even be able to lead them to the Lord. Oh, thank you for all of those amens. See, you, you can break bad habits and believe that you become a better person this year. Mm, somebody say thank you, Jesus. thank you, Jesus. And as my wife mentioned a few minutes ago, maybe it's a healthier lifestyle or a change in the way you think or the way you eat. So, <laughs> I'm getting a little reaction there. I'm gone to Medlin now. Where is Medlin? <laughs> i never been to Medlin before. Been to Midland, but I've never been to Medlin before. <laughs> Maybe I am. Maybe I'm in Medlin right now. But, you know, you can think better about yourself. See, if you don't think good about yourself, you don't think good about anybody else. See, if you've got a self-image problem and you're always thinking that you're the victim and you're the villain, then then you know, you're, you're always going to be on guard, and you're always, when somebody says or does something, you're going to jump them, I mean, with words, or sometimes other ways, you know? So uh, think better about yourself and who you are in Christ rather than allowing other people to control your 2019. Now, let me tell you this. When we think about possibility and what God's Word Possibility fuels the potential for a better year. Everybody say that. Possibility fuels the potential for a better year. Possibility. Come on. Possibility a and possibility fuels the potential for a better year. Yeah. Think about that. Possibility fuels... A, a, the, the, the possibility fuels the potential for you to be a better person in 19, 2000, 2019. Got them backwards. It, it, it fuels the potential to be able to have a better future. And if you got a better year, a better future, you got a better you. Where is it that you want to be better? I already know where I want to be better. Do you know where you want to be better? See, the opposite's true. If you don't believe it's possible, you're correct. See, if you don't believe it's possible to be better, then you're, rec- you're correct. You can't be. You won't be. So whatever you think about the here ahead of you, if you think and believe it's possible, If you think and believe it's on the possible, then you have embarked on the right road. You know, this is a journey that God wants us to enjoy. God wants us to enjoy this journey of life instead of letting life control us and live in all of this dysfunction and all of this problem. God wants us to live in Him. God wants us to live in Him. How many times do we see people? You know, and I I really don't like to name names, but this is one you know. Somebody like Joyce Meyer. You know, she was physically and sexually abused by her father for years and years and years. She was a very angry woman, and you could understand why. I mean, I don't even see how anyone could possibly do such a horrible thing to a child, to a daughter, to a son, anything. She was angry for years until one day she decided that she was going to turn her life over to God. And when she did, when she turned her life over to God, God forgave her as she forgave her father. And you know what? She's one of the greatest examples that I personally know of that didn't blame her father for her life. She turned her life around and God gave her a better life than she could ever even ask for. Can you say amen? amen? How many people though hang on And they stay in victim mentality and say they did this to me, they did this to me, this happened, this happened, and just keep staying in that world. Step into the world of God. Step into the world of love. Step into the world of forgiveness. Step into the world of peace in 2019 and say this is my year that I am going to leave that old stuff behind and I'm, I'm going to live my life not the way someone wants me to, I'm going to live it for God and I'm going to live it with God. Amen. See, uh, I want to challenge you today to view the year ahead through the lens of possibility. I want you to live this year through the lens of of possibility. Have you been living through weakness, through the lens of weakness? Have you been seeing everything as as the, the the lens, have you been seeing everything the wrong way? But when you start looking through the lens of possibility, life begins to change. Life is not bitter. Life is bitter things happen, but life in itself is not bitter. Life through Jesus Christ is good. Life through Jesus Christ is view. Now, Don't view this new year through the lens of failure or problems of the past and never allow your present circumstances to determine what's possible in 2019. Let me say it again. <laughs> Since you like that. Let me say it one more time. Don't view the new year through the lens of failure or problems of the past. Never allow your present circumstances to determine what's possible in this 2019. Amen. Amen. You know, um, I remember years ago I was... Speaking in another state. And uh, this young guy came in. And, and you know he heard me preach. And uh, there was several hundred people there. And it was really a glorious meeting we had. He was a handsome young man too. Really handsome young man. Had real long hair you know. And, um, and this is a number of years ago. But I remember him giving his heart to God. And he just totally just, just loved the Lord, but he'd never been to church in his life. His parents had never taken him to his church, so he didn't know anything about God and he didn't know anything about serving God. And he was a drug dealer. I didn't know that, but I got up to receive the offering a couple of days later. and He came up and he said, um, uh, uh, Reverend, you don't have to be taking up money. I got plenty. He said, I'll give you what you need. I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, I sell drugs. I said, you do what? He said, I sell drugs. He said, all I got to do is just go. He said, I got a whole bunch at home. All I got to do is go sell it and I'll pay, pay all your bills. I said, what? He said, sure, I'll pay all your bills. I said, hold on, son. You've had a change of life in, inside. Now you've got to change your way. He said, "Well, I wasn't going to do any more, but I'm just going to sell the rest I had." Well, <laughs> I said, "I don't think that's wisdom." I said, "You need to get rid of that stuff and get rid." He said, "That, no, but, 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 but." He said, "That's worth so much money." He said, "I, I could, I could, I could set you on the road for ministry and everything you talked about that the ministry needed. I could pay for it." I said, "That's all right." There's a better way. And so he did. He got he destroyed it. He got rid of it. But he came to me later. And when he came to me later, he said, uh, "Pastor, said I, I got to tell you." He said, "I'm a wanted man." He said, "They're looking for me right now because of my 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 lifestyle." And he said, "They know." They they've got connections and contact. They got they they got me on their map. He said I'm just hid right now, and I said, Well, you got to go turn yourself in. He said, Pastor, I'll go to jail for years. I said, Well, nobody told you to sell drugs. I said, Nobody told you to sell drugs. He said, I know, but he said. I, I just can't go turn myself in. I said, well, when they find you, I said, you're going to go to jail anyway. He said, yeah, but I got saved. I said, yeah, but I said, that doesn't change the fact of what you did. <clears throat> you got to face what you did. So anyway, um, time went on and a couple of weeks passed. He come in and he said, you know, he said, I, I, I really don't want to do this, but he said, would you pray for me? He said, I'm going to go turn myself in. And so I prayed with him and I said, now, now listen, I'm not telling you that you're going to get off because you're going in or it's going to make anything any better for you. I'm telling you, you need to know what you're doing. Are you doing this thinking that you gave your heart to God, thinking God's going to deliver you or are you giving your heart to God? I said, you got to give your heart to God not to deliver you from jail because you've, you've, you've You've, you've done the crime so now you've got to pay for the crime that you paid if they choose to do that well they did he turned himself in and he had to the trial and they gave him 40 years 40 years I remember going to see him and he said you know pastor he said when I got that sentence handed down he said that really caused me to almost have a heart attack. He said, I knew I was going to get a a pretty long sentence, but he said, I didn't know it was going to be 40 years. He said, but you know what I've decided to do? And I said, no. He said, I've decided to be an evangelist in jail. He said, these next 40 years, I'm I'm going to preach the gospel. I said, well, you don't know anything about preaching the gospel. He said, well, you gave me a Bible, and I'm going to start learning, and I'm going to start reading, and we have preachers that come into the prison here and so he started he started going to the services his whole life you know was just nothing about helping people that's all he did but about not even six months later one day the warden came in and called his name and took him out and said you're free to go Just a few months, he said. He said, I'm, I asked him, why am I free to go? Why? Well, he said, they just said, well, the judge just released you and you're free to go. And no parole. you know that young man would come and visit us in another state he moved and he'd come and visit us and even our son David sometimes would go spend the weekend with him David was young then and sometimes would go spend the weekend with him but God miraculously changed his life and when he went to prison he didn't get mad at God and say well God you could have delivered me he said I'm going to serve God in prison and then God did deliver him see you do the possible and God will do the impossible so what can you do you can make some adjustments and you can make some changes no I can't do that God's just got to do it for me no uh, I could call this man's name but I won't but this man made the changes he did what he needed to do and when he did God saw this and he 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 got delivered he got set free now many people can talk and dream and get excited about uh, the new year but when adversities come they let these discourage them and cause them to give up see some people only have enough faith to get them in trouble see some people only serve God enough to get in trouble because when problems come God why aren't you helping me God why aren't you taking care of me well That's where you have to get around the right people. Bad company corrupts good character, the Bible said. Bad company corrects good character. So he said uh, that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So when the problems come, and they will. I want to tell you, in 2019, all of us are going to face something, somewhere, somehow, and we don't know exactly what it's going to be. Now, my wife was talking about the, um, the fitness places, you know. Uh, she didn't know that I'd already looked at this, but, you know, some of these places, they have like 6,000 members, and their gyms will take care of 300 people. Six thousand members, and the gym will take care of three hundred people. They already know people are not going to come to the gym. That's how they make their money—is by the people that don't show up. You pay a, you pay a, you pay a down payment. You pay a monthly fee, or you pay it all year long. And so they got. I, I'm not criticizing the gym. I mean, I'm just telling you what happens. Uh, some of them they do. They have some of them will have more members than six thousand, and sometimes we'll will take care at one time. Well, you know, uh, the people that work for the center, fitness centers say that this time of the year, the end of December, and this time of the year is when they they enroll the most people in their business because. People make New Year's resolutions that they want to be more fit in that year. But as the end of January comes, they're already realizing I've got to change. (laughs) It's me that's got to pick up this weight, (laughs) it's me that's got to get on the treadmill. It's me that's got to sacrifice. It's me that's got to spend some extra time and adjust my schedule. So I'll go next week. And I'll, or I'll go next week. Or I'll go next week. So when next week comes, well, I'll go next week. When next week comes, so by March, you know, you don't have to stand in line on the machines anymore. Because so many already dropped out and given up On their goal or their dream because it's adversarial to work your body. Making your body work. Now, I'm not telling you to go to the gym. I don't care whether you go to the gym or not. I'm just telling you a little story here. See, it's easy to have good intentions, but it's another thing to follow through. Good intentions doesn't make your year better. Follow through is what it's all about. First Corinthians 16 and nine. Now listen everyone, this is important. Listen, there's a good or great and effective door Paul said has opened, but he said there are many adversaries. Now if every one of you just stop and think about that for a moment, every one of you got good opportunities. Every one of you. Somebody said, Well, I haven't seen mine yet. Yep, you've got good opportunities, every one of you, but what you choose. See, a great and effective door has opened to me, but there are many adversaries. So, are you going to go through the open door or are you going to argue with the adversaries? Are you going to go through the open door? Are you going to take the opportunity to follow Jesus? Or are you going to let the adversaries be bigger than God that opened the door for you? It's your choice. You can't blame it on anybody. It's your choice. Now, believing that you can overcome any obstacle and the the discipline to do it, Believing that you can overcome any obstacle. But the second part is the discipline to do it. The discipline with belief is a big, a big issue. See, as I said, many people have the open door, but when the adversarial situations come, it's difficult to stand because you feel like this is not fair. There's a lot of things in life that's not fair. There's a lot of people that's not fair. But am I, or you rather, am I going to live on, there's a lot of people and things that's not fair, or am I going to believe I'm serving the greatest God? I'm serving the only God. I'm serving the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And he's always fair. I may not like what I'm going through, but I know where I'm going to. Amen. Amen. I want to say it again. I think I said something like that last week. I may not like what I'm going through, but I know where I'm going to you see because I know where I'm going to because I know where I'm going to I am not going to let the adversaries keep me from it you know we we used to live in Chattanooga Tennessee and my wife being from Niagara Falls Canada when the kids was young and her mother still lived in Canada we used to go visit them a lot and we'd drive through that was a long drive We had four kids, and they're always, are we almost there? Are we almost there? Sometimes it could be very, very taxing. And then we we would drive from Chattanooga, and Cincinnati was a Bob Evans there. Uh, That's a place where they don't have them over here, but they have them in Ohio and Tennessee, and the Bob Evans is a breakfast place. Well, that was our son Tim's favorite place to have breakfast is at Bob Evans. Well we would drive and the way we would leave, you know, uh, we would be in Cincinnati by breakfast. So Tim wanted always to eat at Bob Evans. Why he liked Bob Evans in Cincinnati? Oh, I have no clue. <laughs> but every now and then when we were passing through and he was asleep, phew, dad just kept flying through. But oh boy, when he woke up, and we were already in Columbus, Ohio or somewhere up through there uh, 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 or near Cleveland somewhere. He was not a happy camper. Pop, Dad, I told you I wanted, I mean, and he pouted the rest of the way. The rest of everybody else, he tried to make miserable because he was miserable because he didn't get to. Don't try to make people miserable this year because you didn't get something you wanted. Don't be miserable because you didn't get something you wanted. My goodness, there's something besides Bob Evans. I tell Tim, I tell Tim, there's something much better than Bob Evans. I don't care that I wanted Bob Evans. You knew I wanted Bob Evans. That's the way a lot of people are. They won't give up Bob Evans. (laughs) Not necessarily the restaurant I'm referring to. You know, some people get so caught up. It's like we was going to Florida and David and Tim was young. and, And my son David, he could really... He could really bother his little brother. That his little brother's in heaven now. But uh, I, was, I remember us riding along, and I heard David call Jeff stupid. I said, "You're stupid. You're just stupid. I mean, you are stupid, Jeff. You are stupid, stupid, stupid." And Jeff started saying, "Daddy, Jeff's calling me. David's calling me stupid." He just kept telling me, and finally I said, oh, Jeff, don't worry about it. Are you stupid? He said, no. I said, well, why are you answering to it? Your name's not stupid, it's Jeff. So finally, after a while, David, I heard David say, stupid. (laughs) Stupid. He didn't know I could hear him, but I heard him, stupid. But Jeff looked at him, and he said, I'm not stupid, I'm Jeff. How many times do you answer when you don't need to answer? You're not what the world is saying you are and what Satan is saying you are. You're what Jesus is saying you are. Amen. 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 Somebody say praise God to you. To you that's watching over in Africa right now, especially Andrew Yonker, bless y'all. Y'all just have a great day today. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? They used to come to the church here. And now they live in Johannesburg, South Africa and have people all over the world being a part of the service. Isn't that wonderful? Now, I say this over and over again to remind people. And I know I know you've heard me say it, but you need to be reminded again and again unscheduled events happen. Right. True. Hurtful unscheduled events happen. And when hurtful unscheduled events happen, I personally believe it's Satan trying to get your attention off of where you're going <coughs> and who you are And get you caught up in the event of trial, tribulation, heartache, or whatever it is. But when the unscheduled event happens, realize, I'm not going to be distracted. I'll deal with what I need to deal with, with the Word of God, with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit. But I'm not going to deal with it with my flesh and my blood and anger, jealousy, and strife. I'm going to deal with it with the Holy Spirit. Amen. See, I told you in the beginning of this message, the stories in the Bible are nuggets to learn from of how they learned to walk by faith and come through. And see, God can restore you. I'm going to preach a message here real soon about, and I shouldn't be sidetracking here, but I'm going to preach a message real soon about Gehazi. Remember, Gehazi made a bad choice when Elisha had prayed for Naaman. Gehazi made a bad choice and leprosy came on him. A lot of people don't realize, and they've never really searched the scripture, to see where and how God restored Gehazi and took, him, took the leprosy away from him. And he had his comeback. See, 2019 could be a comeback year for somebody. Amen. Amen. You may have missed the mark like Gehazi did. But because Gehazi did the right thing later on, even while he had leprosy, he made, he made the right decision. And I'll show you. It may be next week. It may not. I don't know. But uh, I'm, I'm preparing a message on this whole thing. Of, of coming back to a better place. Rather than just coming back. But coming back to a better place. Now First Peter chapter 5 verses 7 through 9. Again I'm going to read this out of the Living Translation. And it says. Let him have all your worries. Now that's easy for me to say. And easy for me to read. But that's what Peter is saying, and cares for. He's always thinking about you and watching over everything that concerns you. Be careful! Watch out for the attacks. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, be aware. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you ahead of time. Something's going to happen that's unscheduled. That Satan's going to do to you. You say, now, Pastor, you're giving me a bad. You're, you you. That's a bad confession. No, it's not. It's the truth. The Bible, I just read it. He said, watch out for attacks from Satan, your great enemy, because he prowls around like a hungry roaring lion looking for some victim, some victim to tear apart. I feel like I'm just torn apart. Well, that's what Satan wants you to feel like. Stand firm when he attacks. Trust the Lord and remember that other Christians all around the world are going through these sufferings too. So you're not the only one that has problems or attacks. Sometimes you may feel like you are, but you're not the only one. He said, Watch out for the attacks from Satan, who's your great enemy, and is looking for a victim to tear apart. He's looking for a victim to tear apart. Are you going to be the victim? Or are you going to be the victor? Everybody say, I'm going to be the victor in 2019. I'm going to be the victor in 2019. Come on, come on. I'm going to be be the victor in 2019. See, you you, you know, you can... I, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but I know someone that worked on a job for over 40 years. And they were in their 70s. But the company was sold. And when the company was sold, they had over 500 employees, they let them all go. And this person got let go too and they didn't even get a gold watch. See, nothing in the world is safe. The only thing that's safe is the word of God. The only thing that's secure is the word of God. So why try to hold on to other things that are not secure. Jesus is secure. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, but go with you to the end of the world. Now, our greatest attacks in life has been through our children. First, our daughter Tammy back there was hit by the car. And I won't go into the details of that accident. But this was devastating to us. When she was hit by this car. And I've told you how bad it was. And I won't get into that. But then the next thing. Our son Tim was run over by a car. His body was run over by a car. Then the next thing. Our son David was kicked by a horse. Knocked unconscious. And might have been dead. I don't know. Because I couldn't find any pulse. But I prayed. Boy did I pray. Ooh did I pray. And the next thing I knew. He was breathing again. Now I don't know. All I know is. It was one frightening moment. When that horse kicked him in the head. And the head. Not the place to knock the breath out of him kicked him in the head. I could kid a little bit right here, but I won't. (laughs) He's hopefully listening in the control room. (laughs) Then he was hit by a car. He said, was y'all negligent parents? No, not really. <laughs> and then after that, we were remodeling this old house and tearing it apart and restoring it. And somehow David got out in the wood pile and the nails hadn't been removed. <clears throat> and I to bring him in here and show you right now the scar. And when he picked this board up, it took this finger and it tore it. Off, and it was just a little bit of skin holding it on. I mean, the blood was just, phew, every time his heart beat, it was phew. And you know, she and I didn't get too excited about this. And we lived in the country at the time. This was a good way to uh, uh, the doctor. And at the time we had one of them little old yellow Volkswagens. And uh, yeah, oh boy. And sometimes it didn't run too well, but anyway, I got him in that car. She she wrapped it up. She didn't go with me, but she, she stayed home with the other kids. And I went to the doctor, and I wrapped it up, and I just started speaking over him and praying over him. And when I got there, the doctor said, "Well, I can't do nothing with that." I said, "Yes, you can." He said, "I can't do anything." He said, "Severed. I can't. I got to try to put that ligament back together and all of this." And he said, "I can't do." It. I said, "Doctor." I came here to you to fix this. He said, who do you think I am, God? I said, no, but God, I serve God and God will give you the wisdom and the strength and the knowledge to know what to do. Okay, I'll try. So he started working on that in his several hours. He worked on David's hand and he put it in a cast. He said, now if some miracle happens and you can... Feel this, and it does start going Don't move it. Well, we got home, and David said, "Dad, look, I can move my finger." <laughs> well, we went back to the doctor, <clears throat> and when we when we went in, that you know the cast was already sort of broken off. You know how kids are. Kids was, and and he looked at it and. And David was showed him said, look here what I can do I He said, stop that, stop that, don't do that. He said, what? <laughs> well, you know what? It is perfectly well. Now, I can stand up here and tell you this now and laugh, that, but that wasn't a laughing matter. That was not a laughing and matter. And then, of course, you know, we went through the fact of... Um, our other son being killed that I talked about last week. Uh, So our attacks has not been in our marriage and been with each other, but our attacks has been Satan trying to kill all of our children and uh, take them away. But you know what? We, even when Jeff was taken away, we could have gotten angry at God but we decided that no, was not what we was going to do. See, when attacks come, stand firm. I could put a little more there. Stand firm on the Word of God. Keep trusting the Lord. Don't waver. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Remember, other Christians are going through things too. See, that's the big deal is the pity parties that people have when they're in that moment of things going wrong. Let me try to get finished here today. See, going through tough times helps make you ready for what you're believing for. They can either cause you to become bitter or better. The choice is yours. And we've always tried to uh, come out better when we go through things rather than come out bitter. Now, when our son was killed, I'll mention it again, but when our son was killed on Tuesday... All of our church, all of our family was in church on Sunday, and I spoke. I was speaking in the pulpit on Sunday, and he passed away and was killed on Tuesday. I didn't feel like it, I didn't want to. It wasn't easy to get up on Sunday morning and preach to a congregation and be hurting so badly. All of our family, not just me, but the rest of our family. But I determined, no matter how bad I feel, no matter how bad this is, I'm not mad at you, God. Somehow you'll give me the strength to do what I'm called to do. I mean, I didn't have to. It was a choice. And I don't say other people have to do that. I'm just telling you what we did. And then... About three weeks later, we had a big conference scheduled in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and and you might have heard there is a place, there was an actual Chattanooga choo-choo, and it's there, there's a train there, it was actually the locomotive, it was wood-fired or coal-fired. But anyway, around this, they built a big hotel, and it used to be the main train station for Chattanooga, and, Now they built a big convention center and so forth and we live there. Well, they've got auditoriums and things that seats a lot of people and they got restaurants and it's called the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Well, we had a conference scheduled about three weeks after his death. We didn't cancel the conference. We had Marilyn Hickey and Charles Capps and I don't know all the different ones we had coming. Uh, actually, we even had Little Richard come. How I many of remember Little Richard, the singer? Yeah. Good golly, Miss Molly, and all the different things. He had went through a period that he realized he needed to give his heart to God, so we had him there. But, you know, he decided to go back to his lifestyle. Now, here he might be trying to come back to the Lord. Wouldn't that be wonderful yeah. if he did come back? But anyway... We had a lot of people there, hundreds and hundreds of people attending we didn 't cancel the conference, but we had hundreds of people each night, many got saved and even though we were hurting, we wanted to be an example to others, even though we did not want to go. We did not want to do this. We did it, and God gave us the strength to do it. We had a you know we, we had what we called Chattanooga for Jesus. And Cheryl's going to put up the acrostic that we made. And, and for Chattanooga, we, we, we put it together. And, of course, if you were to read that vertically, you could see it's going to spell Chattanooga. And it says, Christ has all the things anyone needs. Over and over, God answers. Amen. So Chattanooga, that doesn't mean Chattanooga choo-choo. I try to put some life into everything I do. Instead of just being just being Chattanooga choo choo, we were there and we had that. But but we made a big thing of that. Christ has all the things. This is spelling out Chattanooga in an acrostic form. Christ has all the things anyone needs over and over God answers. Oh, yeah. Somebody say thank you Jesus. Let me try to bring this to a place that we can close. I'm gonna leave so much out right now. Wilson, would you run and get me that real quickly, that box? Would you run and get it real quickly? Um, I wanna show you something because many people think we need breakthroughs. Folks, we need more than breakthroughs. We need breakouts. See, many times we break through, but it doesn't get us out. It just gets us to where we can maybe see. It's good to have a breakthrough, but don't stop it at a breakthrough. Go on to the break out. And when Wilson comes back, some of you have seen this illustration a number of times, but I wanna show you again. I just felt in my heart, I should remind you the difference. You may do good for a few days, But it's not good just to do good for a few days. When you don't feel like doing good, when you don't feel like doing good, you keep on going. Now, I want you to see this. Uh, You can, is it heavy, Wilson? No. This, of course, is an ostrich egg. And this ostrich egg, A farmer, a guy that raised ostriches heard me preaching along this line and he brought me this and he said, I'll show you what a breakthrough is, Pastor. He said, this ostrich broke through. But he said, notice, it never got out. It looked around and it said, this is too hard. This is too hard. I just can't do this. So it went back in. And the ostrich in this shell died. So a breakthrough is not enough. We must break out. Look at the difference. Look at the difference, folks. See, you can have a breakthrough and it's okay. We don't we don't have a problem with talking about breakthroughs and things like that. But don't stop at breakthrough. Breakthrough only gets you to a certain point. You got to have a breakout so you don't go back. See, this one went back. This one went back and gave up. This one said, "I like this world out here. This world out here, the air is fresh. It's much better. I want to live" So when you get your breakthrough and it's really hard and it seems like no one's helping you see no one can help a bird or an ostrich when they're breaking out they have to do this on their own if you reach in and pull the bird out or the fowl out if you reach in and pull it out it's injured for life even if it does live it's never able to be strong enough to have a normal life so You have to make a choice when the obstacles and the adversaries come and the hard times come. You have to make the choice. This one just kept pecking. When it didn't feel like pecking, it kept pecking and pecking and breaking. And if I pass this around, you'd be surprised to see how hard this shell is. This is a very hard shell. It's not not like a hen egg or a duck egg. This is a very hard shell to break. And so when the, the gentleman showed me this, i would kept it over the years because, thank you so much, because it's such a good illustration of how we need to break out. Now, as I said, I, I, I threw that in there knowing that I'm over time already, but, but let me just say this. What do you think's possible for you this year? What do you think is possible for you this year? What do you think is possible to take the steps? Maybe it's financial situations that you need to change and control your money better. If you want to do that you're a step ahead you're taking steps in the forward direction if you don't then you're correct you're going to stay in poverty but if you will step up you may have limited income but don't let the limitations of the, the income be what you focus on focus on the breaking out and God bringing you things that you can't do on your own Now, if you're married, what do you think is possible for your marriage? Do you think it's possible for your marriage to get better? If you don't, then you're correct. It won't. What do you think is possible for your health this year? What do you think is possible for you to change yourself to be better? Maybe it's just being kinder. Maybe it's just being more gentle. What do you think is possible for you emotionally? What do you think is possible for your spiritual life? What do you think is possible for you in this new year? If you can begin to answer these questions. If you can begin to answer these questions positively with possibility from God's word. Everything can be better. Now. I've asked you some questions. I've asked you some questions, what you thought was possible this year. Now I wanna ask you, this is powerful folks. I've never said anything like this before, the way I'm gonna say it now. It's, It's a more important question than the ones I've asked you. The real question is important that I'm about to ask. And the reason is it's so important. Because of who's involved in the question. Here it goes. What does God think? What does God think is possible for you in this new year? That's the most important question of all. See, you may think all kinds of stuff. And you could even think crazy stuff what do you think God thinks? What do you think God is pos- thinks is possible for you? Well, Jeremiah said, I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you. Says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your financial. And in your, I'm sorry, in your final outcome. Let me just look. Let me just look. What do you think is possible? I'm looking at my beautiful wife. What do you think is possible for you this year? Anything is possible. Anything is possible? No, really, really. What is possible for you this year? What is possible for you this year? See? What's possible for you? Anything. What's possible for but you? We in our what you believe in your heart is what's possible. See, Paul said, I can do all things through Christ. Now, see, people run away with that scripture. You can't do all things through Christ. Somebody said, "Well, you just you just made the Bible a lie." No, I didn't, because Paul didn't say you can do anything. Paul was really saying, "You can do all things in God's will through Christ. You can't do what you're not destined by God to do." You may make your plans, but the final outcome is up to God. And so, if you follow, you have a plan, and then let God do the work in behind. And see, that's why I've shared our personal life with you over and over again, is, is we've had to do what we didn't want to do, but when we did what we didn't want to do and did what we did, then God gave us the strength to do it with. You think it was easy in that conference of Chattanooga for Jesus at the Chattanooga Choo Choo when all of these hundreds of people was there and the singing was going on and people were clapping and they was happy and there was fellowship and after service we would have fellowship and the speakers would go in. You think it was easy to go in and smile and be be a, a normal? We had the face of normal. But the inside was not normal. So you see. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're going through. But what does God think you can do this year? He knows who you are. Where you are. How you're living. And what you need to change. And so he knows what's possible for you. So you need to ask him God. What do you think I can do? And when you do that. When you do that. God will help you. Now I'm going to finish. Because I I just can't do this whole message. One of the things that you can start with. One of the things that you can start with. Is Galatians chapter 5. And Galatians chapter 5 says. The fruit of the spirit is love. Everybody say love. God help me to love you more. Help me to love myself more. If you don't love yourself, baby, you don't love nobody else. I like me. I get along good with me. We have conversations. Somebody say, I'm a "Pastor, that's my pastor." You you have conversation with yourself lots of times. I I, I I like to talk to a smart man. And I like to hear a smart man talk. So. I want to say to you. Start with love. God I can love through your love. There may be somebody over there. I want to take their head off. But God give me the love. To want to help them keep their head on. <laughs> See. See, maybe that's where you need to start is just a simple thing of learning how to love yourself, love God and love yourself. That could be the simple place to start. And if you can love God and love yourself, then it's going to be easier to love even your enemies. And then he says, when you have love, you can have joy. And see, some people are not happy at all. It makes no difference what you say they got something negative to say back. You can have peace. You can have peace. You know, we all love money and things, but I'd rather have peace than money. Cuz when I got peace, I can get money. But if I got no peace, I can't get money. Patience. Maybe that's something you need to ask God to help you with is patience. And maybe you need to ask God and your goal should be and your dream should be to be kinder this year. Especially if someone's trying to help you. Especially if someone's giving you advice. Don't butt in. Don't start talking. Don't start Acting like you know it all. Stop and listen because they can probably tell you some things to help you. If you're not too stubborn to listen. Goodness. You can be good to people. You can be gentler. You can be faithful. And then if I had been one writing this verse of Scripture, I would have put it first. But I didn't didn't write it. So I can only tell you what it says. And the last one is self-control. See, self-control is a big issue. Self-control, especially when you're in environments and situations that you don't like what's coming to you. So I, I, I say to you, one of the things you could do is get someone else to look at you and, and see how they see you. Someone said, I don't want to do that. No, of course you don't. But sometimes it's good to be good, have, have someone close enough that you won't get mad at and say, how do you see me? How do you see me? Sometimes she tells me stuff, you know, the way she sees me and, you know, I'm not the happiest camper when she tells me, but I never get mad about it. I never get bothered about it because she's not just telling me her perspective. She lives with me and so I'm even gonna ask her more this year, how can I be better? You see me all the time, how can I be better? Are you willing to ask somebody how they see you? Are you willing, I'm not asking you to answer me, but are you willing? So here we are, we're in 2019, we have a choice. We can keep living the way we lived, expecting it to be better. Or we can change the way we live and it will get better. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice. Whether they're here in the chapel or whether they're some place in Africa or I just saw some from Moldova. Different places in the world. I pray, Lord, today that The words you've given me to speak is registered in somebody's heart and mine, And that they want their life to be better in 2019. Not just having more money and having more things, but having more control over themselves. God, open the windows of heaven and touch every heart, touch every life right now. And help people to see Today, they can be everything you've called them to be. Now, everybody pray this prayer. I'm going to pray for people around the world to receive Christ. So even though you hear, most of you here in this room, I know you have, but let's pray this prayer. Somebody may be watching that's not right with God, and I believe they are, because thousands of people watch us. So let's, let's just pray. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. I give, my life. I give you my life. I surrender to you completely. I to you completely. Help me. Help with, you. My with my stubbornness. Help me, when I'm Help me when I'm unfaithful. Not to blame someone else. Not to blame someone else. But to admit my wrongs. My wrongs. And, be and be faithful. Forgive me. Forgive me of, all my sin. of all my sin. I truly repent jesus Jesus. i make you lord Lord. and savior of my life life. Amen. amen bring me that box real quickly uh i should have done this earlier but i promised people that i'll pray for them and they send us a prayer request from all over box is getting heavier uh we'll have to go through it pretty soon we just believe that we're going to have a lot of testimonies. stretch your hand towards and you that's watching you may be in this box or your need so let's pray for these people that's come writing us around the world sending us a, a, a an email or whatever father every person that's represented in this box some of them have lost loved ones some of them have uh, families that's incarcerated some of them have uh, sicknesses and diseases and Some of them have financial situations. Whatever their situations may be, send your angel of mercy and love to encourage and help every individual. Restore relationships, broken relationships, and help them to find right relationships. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. We'll give Jesus a hand clap of praise, would you? Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to receive our tithes and offerings, and then I'm gonna pray for you individually. But I'll pray for the people but you that are watching by the internet and one of the apps that we're on, whatever one you're watching by. We found out on Fire TV, we have just got a huge audience on Fire TV. It's just absolutely mind-boggling to see how many people are watching by Fire TV. And so, I'd appreciate you that have helped. We really do appreciate it. If Experience Life Church is your church, then you should tithe here. If you've got a church, you should tithe there. But if Experienced Life Church is your church, you should tithe there. And there's the way to do it. If you don't want to do the credit card, you can do it by the address. That's our ministry address. It's real simple to do. It's real simple to do. Just go through the process. And you here in the service, you can get up and bring your offerings here and your tithe. And remember, this is Mission Sunday. And as my wife mentioned, we have a school, and we have 100 students. We can't go over 100. That's all we can take care of. And we start from grade 1 to grade 12. It's in Hyderabad, India. And we've had this school for over 15 years. 100 kids a day. They get academics. They get the Bible. Their life has changed. Parents has changed. Some of them are going on to college now because they got saved and got their life changed in our school in Hyderabad. And we've never, ever missed not taking care of these kids. And we're believing this year to expand and do some more things that we hadn't done to take care of more people. Somebody said, how are you going to do that? God's got a way to make it happen. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone that's got their goals or their their visions or dreams written out and know what they are asking and believing for in 2019 whether it's on their phone pad or piece of paper whatever they're believing for help them not to grow weary as i explained as many people in the health clubs and things that get weary after a few weeks or a few months help them when the attacks of satan comes that they'll realize your word is alive, it's active, it's sharper than any two-edged sword that they can' overcome and they can walk by faith in Jesus name. Rosa, do you have a song? Let's just worship everybody, would you? Sing That was what was on my heart. how great is our god sing it everybody come on stand on your feet and let's worship how great is our god sing with me how great is god always we'll see how Everybody. Come on. situation, no in your situation. I was going to text her this week and tell her I wanted to close with that song and I never did. I never did text her and tell her that I wanted to close with that song. And then here she happens to be just playing How Great Is Our God. How great is our God in your situation? And I believe somebody's been touched. Somebody is going to do something for the Lord. Amen. Now, we're ordering our chairs tomorrow. We need about four more hundred dollars to finish but we're ordering tomorrow. Cheryl will you show the new chair that we're buying in here? Would you show the picture of the the chair so that uh, everyone can see what it looks like? So you're going to have more room. <laughs> it's quite a bit wider and it's a lot more softer and so We'll order tomorrow, I don't know how long it takes for them to get here. I don't think it'll be here by Sunday, but that'd be nice if it's here by Sunday. But we need about uh, uh, $400 more, I believe it is, to finish out buying the amounts that we need. So they're $40 a piece. So if you want to buy one or you want to buy two, uh, we bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here, and uh, actually, they are here today, so uh, they are here today that we bought it for, so, and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Amen? Well, that's right, we, and some of you, you've bought a chair for somebody, and they're going to sit in it. Maybe if they're in another state, they may not sit in this chair, but they'll go where the the word of God is. If you want to buy one or you want to buy two, uh, we bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So uh, they are here today that we bought it for. So and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Amen. Amen. that's right we and some of you you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it and maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the the word of God is but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord amen did you get blessed today all right well we're going to leave the internet and now you that want me to pray over your goals uh Al would you just help me here just you want to buy one or you want to buy two uh we bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So uh, they are here today that we bought it for. So and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Amen. Well, That's right. We And some of you, you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it maybe if they're in another state, they may not sit in this chair, but they'll go where the the word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Did you get blessed today? Alright, well we're going to leave the internet and now you that want me to pray over your goals, uh, Al, would you just help me here, just niche out buying the amounts that we need. So they're $40 a piece, so if you want to buy one or you want to buy two, uh, we bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So uh, they are here today that we bought it for. So and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Amen. Amen? Well, that's right. We, and some of you, you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it. Maybe if they're in another state, they may not sit in this chair, but they'll go where the the Word of God is. But you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Did you get blessed today? Amen. All right. Well, we're going to leave the Internet. And now you that want me to pray over your goals. Uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just let them. Well, you want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, we bought one for somebody else. Believing that that somebody else is going to be here and uh actually they are here today so uh they are here today that we bought it for so and uh i'm just believing that they're going to need that chair amen well that's right we and some of you you've bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it and maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the uh, The Word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Did you get blessed today? All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals. uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just let them... you want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, We bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today, so... uh, they are here today that we bought it for so and uh i'm just believing that they're going to need that chair amen that's right we and some of you you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the the Word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Did you get blessed today? Amen. All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals. Uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just You want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, we bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So. Uh, they are here today that we bought it for so and uh i'm just believing that they're going to need that chair amen well that's right we and some of you you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it and maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the uh, The Word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Did you get blessed today? All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals. uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just You want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, We bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So... uh, they are here today that we bought it for so and uh i'm just believing that they're going to need that chair amen that's right we and some of you you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the The Word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Did you get blessed today? All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals. uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just You want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, We bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So... uh, they are here today that we bought it for so and uh i'm just believing that they're going to need that chair amen well that's right we and some of you you've bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the The Word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Did you get blessed today? All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals, uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just let them... You want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, We bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today, so... uh, they are here today that we bought it for so and uh i'm just believing that they're going to need that chair yeah. amen yeah. well that's right we and some of you you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it and maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the uh, The Word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Did you get blessed today? All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals. uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just let them... You want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, We bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So... uh, they are here today that we bought it for so and uh i'm just believing that they're going to need that chair amen well that's right we and some of you you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it and maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the uh, the word of god is but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the lord amen did you get blessed today all right well we're going to leave the internet and now you that want me to pray over your goals uh, al would you just help me here just you want to buy one or you want to buy two uh, we bought one for somebody else believing that that somebody else is going to be here and uh actually they are here today so uh, they are here today that we bought it for so and uh i'm just believing that they're going to need that chair yeah. amen yeah. well that's right we and some of you you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it and maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the uh, the Word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Did you get blessed today? Amen. All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet. And now you that want me to pray over your goals, uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just let them bind the amounts that we need. So they're $40 a piece. So if you want to buy one or you want to buy two. Uh, we bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So uh, they are here today that we bought it for. So and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Yeah. Amen. Well, that's right. We, and some of you, you've bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it. Maybe if they're in another state, they may not sit in this chair, but they'll go where the, the Word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Did you get blessed today? Amen. All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals, uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just let them walk more, I believe it is, to finish out buying the amounts that we need. So they're $40 a piece, so if you want to buy one or you want to buy two, uh we bought one for somebody else, believing that that somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So uh, they are here today that we bought it for. So and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, that's right. We, and some of you, you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it. Maybe if they're in another state, they may not sit in this chair, but they'll go where the, the word of God is. But you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen. Amen. Did you get blessed today? Amen. All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals, uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just you want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, we bought one for somebody else, believing that. That somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So uh, they are here today that we bought it for. So and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Amen. Well, that's right. We, and some of you, you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it. Maybe if they're in another state, they may not sit in this chair, but they'll go where the the word of God is. But you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen. Amen. Did you get blessed today? Amen. All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals. Uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just you want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, we bought one for somebody else, believing that. That somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So uh, they are here today that we bought it for. So, and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, that's right. We, and some of you, you've bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it. Maybe if they're in another state, they may not sit in this chair, but they'll go where the the Word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Did you get blessed today? Amen. All right. Well, we're going to leave the Internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals, uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just let them... Walk. You want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, we bought one for somebody else, believing that... That somebody else is going to be here, and uh, actually, they are here today, so uh, they are here today that we bought it for, so, and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Amen? Well, That's right, we, and some of you, you've bought a chair for somebody, and they're going to sit in it. Maybe if they're in another state, they may not sit in this chair, but they'll go where the the word of God is, but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Did you get blessed today? Amen. All right. Well, we're going to leave the internet, and now you that want me to pray over your goals. Uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just let them, walk. you want to buy one or you want to buy two? Uh, we bought one for somebody else, believing that. That somebody else is going to be here. And uh, actually, they are here today. So uh, they are here today that we bought it for. So and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Yeah. Amen. Well, that's right. We, and some of you, you bought a chair for somebody and they're going to sit in it maybe if they're in another state they may not sit in this chair but they'll go where the the word of god is but you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the lord amen Amen. did you get blessed today all right well we're going to leave the internet and now you that want me to pray over your goals uh al would you just help me here just you want to buy one or you want to buy two uh we bought one for somebody else believing that that somebody else is going to be here, and uh, actually, they are here today, so uh, they are here today that we bought it for, so, and uh, I'm just believing that they're going to need that chair. Amen? Well, that's right, we, and some of you, you bought a chair for somebody, and they're going to sit in it. Maybe if they're in another state, they may not sit in this chair, but they'll go where the the Word of God is. But you're buying them a chair so that they can worship the Lord. Amen? Amen. Did you get blessed today? Amen. All right. Well, we're going to leave the Internet. And now you that want me to pray over your goals. Uh, Al, would you just help me here? Just let them walk.